0: Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Our next guest now is Bronwyn Williams is a futurist, economist and business trends analyst. Bronwyn, a very good afternoon to you and welcome. And I hope I got all those designations right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for inviting me back.
0: And everything all the best for 2023. To
1: you too and your listeners.
0: Well, it seems as if 2023. I was saying to my previous guest, it seems now that uh, everyone's got ideas. Everybody's got these plans that they want now to implement into 2023, and uh, I was hinting that perhaps it's uh, an electioneering stunt. Who knows? But uh, that's for another discussion. But for now, uh, Bronwyn, we want to look at the post office preparing to become a state bank and uh, what the benefits of the state bank are. And uh, I believe it's going to be called Postbank, which aims—what's its aims and its public interests? Sorry, I'm throwing it out to you. What is this this all about?
1: Yeah, well, I think at the one point, the big trends that we have been seeing over the last couple of years is more competition between the, the state and the private sector. So it's right. coming from both directions, right? So obviously we all know what's going on with electricity and the fact that there has to be more space in terms of the private sector to step in, where the government is perhaps not servicing the needs of the citizens or meeting demand for those products. But at the same time, of course, we also know we've had lots of criticism in this country for things like monopoly capitalism and, of course, the legacy of the ownership of our various banks, which has skewed towards, of course, the minority and has still uh, the legacy of our shameful past attached to it, right? So at the same time that we see the private sector competing against the state where they're failing in certain sectors of service delivery, there is still a demand, at least a political demand, for more... Socialist, shall we call it, competition to the Mm -hmm. capitalist sector in the banking sphere. So this is a way for governments to compete with the private sector in a way that will be deemed at least a certain strata of the electorate as being a more fair and less sort of monopoly capitalist orientated way of giving people access to their own money.
0: Right. So, so in some
1: ways you so, can say it's a populist move, in other ways you can say, hey, all competition is good, and that the private sector should have some competition if they're not meeting it, the full uh, demands of well, people's views of society.
0: Okay, indeed. Uh, so uh, based on what you've just outlined, so that's the broader, um, shall we say, perspective of what now the aim is. So from a layman's point of view, myself, you, my team in the studio and every all of our listeners out there what can one look forward to with the state bank uh, what what can it or what is what is, is it envisaged to offer uh, in comparison to um what other banks do
1: well to offer the same sorts of services at least in theory if that's how it actually works i mean I don't want to, to put too much of a <laughs> a prediction on sure. how functional a state ownership okay. be in this sector, given given the track record in other sectors. Right. So the idea would be that often the same services that banks currently offer to people, that is loans and access to loans, access to savings, and, of course, then the, the safe storage and management of the money. It's the same sort of functions that you would have from any other bank. So what will be different is the ownership thereof. So instead right. of the ownership being by purely private sector, private investors, of course, there's a bit of a disclaimer there too, because even our big capitalist private sector banks are still in large part owned by things like the PIC, which is one of the biggest investors in everything, right? So already there is uh, some public sector ownership, even of private sector banks, but that's not the that's not the primary ownership there. A public bank in this case would be a more nationalized bank, and at least in theory, it would be owned by the people rather than being owned by a select handful of private sector actors. Of course, the key thing to watch there is whether that entity would be listed on the stock exchange like a state-owned enterprise like Telcom is, for example, which still then has some sort of private sector ownership in addition to government ownership, or whether it could be owned more like ESCOM, which is 100% owned by the government. And of course, depending on your politics, you might be more or less interested in either of those options. Of course, these are still plans that come from the ANC that are still then had to make their way through Parliament and all the rest of it. But at least in theory, I think they are pushing for a more state-owned enterprise. Again, if you're more cynical, you could say this could be just another opportunity for corruption. But if you are more innocent-minded, you might say this is a really good way to get larger portions of society who are, if not unbanked, because let's be honest, most people are banked in South Africa, underbanked or underrepresented on our stock market, more involved in the the core of finance of our country.
0: Well, fine. You just answered now my next question about how safe <laughs> it is. But, okay, you've wrapped it up in a nutshell there, so to speak. So, like other banks, um, I suppose the, the the mechanics would be more or less the same, ATMs, bank cards, online banking uh, with safety regulations in place.
1: In theory, yes, of course. So the way banking is moving is actually away from a lot of those things anyway. Things like ATMs are not going to be with us in any way, shape, or form in the not too distant future, as you move more and more to electronic money and all the rest of it. The other thing to much from a more futuristic economic point of view with things like state banks is also how that would interface with things like central bank digital currencies, which are a right. topic that is under quite a lot of discussion across the world at the moment. Hmm. And it would almost make sense if you were a full site government, either with a Benevolent or not so benevolent ideas behind it to try and synchronize something like a state bank at the same time as whirling out something like a central bank digital currency. This is not currently part of the proposal, just to make that clear to your listeners, but it would be an interesting time to, I think, read up on some of those things around central bank digital currencies, the distinctions between digital money and money as we know it right now, and the levels of control that gives governments, or at least central banks, or now in this case, a central bank in partnership with a government retail bank, to actually implement things like programmable money. In other words, sort of self-taxing money or money with an expiry date, for example. Yes. It gives you much more control over your monetary policy and allows you to experiment all sorts of new monetary policy techniques, including things like negative interest rates, or as I said, colored coins or programmable money. So that would be an interesting conversation to perhaps have in a few months' time as these plans become fleshed out, if these proposals are going to be linked with some of the developments that the South African Reserve Bank has been exploring with regards to things like central bank digital currencies. That's from a more sort of futuristic Wrong. point of view. But right now it seems like they really just want to compete with the banks that we currently have and want to divert some of the profits that our banking sector notoriously has towards public offers and the, and the greater population rather than just to
0: private shareholders. Bronwyn, I will certainly take you up on that. As you say, let's just see how events unfold. Certainly a bit of mechanics and, shall we say, some uh, instruments that still need to be ironed out there. But uh, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon and certainly we'll take you up on that offer. Bronwyn Williams, futurist economist and business trends analyst, joining us this afternoon on the state of, well, at least the proposal of a state bank.